closing out the week on Ovias and Gilio with actual ACC local football to talk about. Week one is here. We will give you our premature evaluations on State, Carolina, Duke, and more. Wester on ACC Network ESPN will drop on by to get a little bit more in-depth. Plus, we'll give you some fantasy football advice. If you haven't given us five stars yet on your favorite podcast platform, y'all, positive vibes only. Help us out. You can also help us out by buying a t-shirt. Head on over to breakingtea.com slash OG. Breakingtea.com slash OG. Get your Ovias and Gilio collection shirt today. OG. 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 It is time that we do something new. Joe Ovius and Joe Gillian. By doing something new, I mean doing something old, but we're bringing it back so it's basically new. Here we go. Let's podcast alongside Joe Gillio. I'm Joe Ovius inside the Eford Studios, downtown Raleigh, thanks to Empire Properties. And thanks to Copiers Plus. Check them out online at copiers-plus.com. Everybody's very, very organized when it comes to their fall weddings. You're like, I know when I'm having a wedding and when I'm not having a wedding. I've got the the, the dates of games that I'm going to. But you, you might not have that kind of attention to detail when it comes to your print management and document management. That's where Copiers Plus comes in, Joe. You know, if we do these ads enough, I feel like people will say, you don't know what you don't know, <laughs> that Copiers Plus can just go to if you don't know, now you know. Now you know. Topiers-plus.com. Figure out what you don't know. So Daniel Craig is a meme. Thanks to the whole, ladies and gentlemen, The weekend, Which I still think is a, is, a, is a hoax, but go ahead. I feel like we should redo that with, ladies and gentlemen, football. Because it's here. It's here, man. Week I'm ready. Zero, I get week zeros for sickos, man. But for the majority of people, including you, who lost money. On New Mexico State, of all things. But yes. we're finally here. It's actually week one. And we got action tonight with two locals. We got NC State versus UConn. We got Wake Forest. Elon, not a basketball game. A football game. An actual football game. So, Joe, I feel like with podcasts, sometimes you know what my biggest beef with Bob podcasts is sometimes? People just don't get right to it. Give me... Give me the goods. Let's go. What do you got? So something that we're going to try out here with the start of the football season is something that I like to call premature evaluations. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. Workshop number one. I feel like that's too Seinfeld. That's okay. I'll have the big salad. I lost the bet. I'm out. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. We got NC State and UConn. The premature evaluation here, Joe, is you brought Robert and I on to be your offensive coordinator. You pair him up with Brennan Armstrong, who had magic a couple of years ago at Virginia. We talked to Dave Dorn at ACC kickoff. It's time to evolve. One way's worked for you. It certainly worked last year. But now it's time to evolve. Will we actually see those new wrinkles against UConn tonight? It's a good test because UConn's got a decent enough defense. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to know from the jump here what, what happens on the first drive, what happens on the first play. So I want that snap judgment. I want to know what I want to know about NC State's new offense. We got Wake, Elon. I mean, what can you say other than it's our first real opportunity to see Sam Hartman's replacement? Mitch Griffiths? Right? He played the opener last year and was, guess what? Outstanding. It's his team now? <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't know what else to say about Wake and Elon other than, hey, man, it's not basketball, so I'm not worried about Wake Forest. If this were a basketball game, I don't know. Maybe Elon could surprise. Who knows? <laughs> North Carolina and South Carolina. What's the over-under on this one? 64 and a half. Take the over. To blind, take the over. Because I realized, not that we spent a lot of time talking about South Carolina football. Uh, and Shane Beamer is bringing back the whole Beamer ball thing. I get all that. But that defense gave up a lot of yards last year. And what do we know about North Carolina they, Drake May? They could put up a lot of points and yards. So the flip side of that, though, is that Spencer Rattler got was on a heater at the end of last year. I don't believe in momentum carrying over from one year to the next at the end. Spencer Rattler can be a little feast or famine. But if you're going to find your rhythm... This is where the test for North Carolina's defense comes in. You could do it against that defense because we've seen them give up catastrophic plays. But I, I think Gene Chizik and UNC's defense is going to have addition by subtraction, particularly in the in the secondary. I like Carolina's defense to improve. I still like South Carolina to win this game. 
Clemson and Duke, to me, it's all about the line. If you're an offensive line nerd, if you're like a Mike Golick Jr. or uh, if you're Jeff Schwartz, you're, this is your shit, man. Like, this is your kind of game. Because, honestly, that's the big question for Duke this upcoming season. Their offensive line against the schedule held up pretty good and let Riley Leonard cook. They've had some guys leave. They've had some injuries. This unit's going to be a little shaky out of the jump, I think, against a defense that you don't want to be shaky against. Yeah, I think everyone slept the last two years on their chances to take advantage of Clemson being down because they were down. Mm-hmm. Now with Garrett Riley, that offense is going to be a whole new world for Dabo and the Tigers. And finally, Florida State, LSU. I only have one word for this game. Schadenfreude. That's what this game is about. This is about the rest of the ACC after a summer of whining and Florida State fans and your mentions talking about, look at this graphic. Look at it. Look at all the people who watch our football. They don't watch your football. They watch our football. Look yeah. at this graphic. Yeah, breaking. A lot of people are going to watch this game too. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So I feel like schadenfreude is the key word here. There could be a lot of people watching and hoping for the first time ever, man, I really hope Brian Kelly gets one. Uh, it's really <laughs> difficult to make people root for my family. But Florida State but found a way, somehow man. them Knowles have done it. Unreal. Unreal. So that is your premature evaluations. And when we talk about college football, Joe, it's brought to you by Wings Over. If you're going to be hunkering down for some football this weekend, you don't have any tailgate plans or anything like that, make your own tailgate. Head on over to Wings Over Raleigh, Wings Over Chapel Hill, Wings Over Greenville. Hey, ECU, Michigan, baby. Get your wings. We got gift cards we're going to be giving away soon, right? Yes, we do. Go to wingsover.com. Ryan Malley's crew has got you covered. Wings equals football. You (laughs) equals wings. Went to go see Ryan yesterday. Yeah. He's like, hey, man. And he, he listens to the show, obviously. And he's like, hey, yeah, love the ads. He's like, but you know, I have parking. Because on Hillsborough Street, Dude, it can get dicey. It's a premium. It can get So here's get the dicey. deal. Go to wingsover.com. Order those wings. Go, and you can park no problems. Right behind 2900 Hillsborough Street, right across from UT. It's football season. That can only mean one thing. Get those sweet chili wings. I see you broke out the yellow pad, my dude. Uh, I thought it was necessary to do a little homework for tonight's uh, NC State UConn game. Yeah. You know, quite frankly, we had a conversation with Dave Doran at the ACC kickoff that I, that I found encouraging. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought, A, it was a smart move to hire Robert and I. And then I thought, B, to w- the way that he said it, hey, this was an opportunity for us to evolve. Uh, I think that's important. You, you can't fix your mistakes until you recognize them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, NC State's won either eight or nine games in six of the last nine years under Dave Doran. Mm-hmm. They had only done that six times in the previous 20 Did years. Did you say six of the last nine? Very nice. Nice. So I, I don't want to take away from what Dave has done right. Mm-hmm. But I do think with just a little more creativity on offense, just a little more flexibility yeah. on offense, just a little more, let's not be so rigid. Let's not be so... Midwestern. I grew up in the, I was born in the seventies, grew up in the eighties and think you can only win football a certain way. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And that's why you go and get an eye because last sure. year, Syracuse and a lot of people don't like counting stats. And, and if you show the chart, those are counting stats, but, but some people do respect yards per play. Mm-hmm. And if you look NC state's defense has been outstanding under Tony Gibson. Okay. Syracuse averaged more than seven yards per play last year against NC State, which was the most they had given up last year. It was the most they'd given up in 25 games. So when Dave Doran said, hey, I, I was trying to evolve and trying to figure out what other people, one thing he, he said he liked about Robert and I was mm-hmm. they do, he does stuff that other people don't do. Sure. He's unique. And you look at that and you go, well, sure, Clemson's going to get some yards against NC State or Carolina with Drake May or Sam Howell's going to get some yards with those NFL players. But why would Syracuse be successful against NC State? That's scheme. So I, I want to be careful that I'm not just completely hating on Tim Beck because yeah. I do think his first two years under difficult circumstances with injuries and all the COVID issues and remember how badly yeah, they glad, bottomed I'm, out in I'm, 2019. I'm glad you brought that and, up. Because and he came in and, and injected some life into that offense. It's not, but it's not just, it's a tandem thing too because, and, and to be very, very clear, this is not bagging on Dave Doran and he, he's kind of like an old 
you get to a certain age, you you do things a certain way, and yeah. it's very difficult for you to stop doing that and get comfortable with it. Like, you know, you know how many times I've said, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have less coffee. I'm going to cut back a coffee. Sure. Sure you are. <laughs> I, you know what? Man, I put on some weight. I need I got, to evolve. <laughs> I need to, I need to not have as much beer, right? Yeah. How's that? How's that working out for me? Right. So these, these breaking tea shirts used to fit a little bit better. I'm like, oh, I'll get a large again. Oh, 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 my spare tire is really coming through. But the thing is, I don't blame Dave Dorn because how many times have we come away from a season and we strip away the, oh man, it could have been better if you take a step back and you go, you know, all things considered, that was a really good coaching job. You bring up the pandemic year. That was some really good coaching that year. Especially after 19 when they were 4-8. I think people forget yes. where they were in 19. Last year was the same boat. It started off shaky and people were screaming, you have Devin Leary. Why is this offense so stagnant? Well, yeah. we come to find out that wide receiver separation was an issue. Devin Leary gets hurt and they go through four different quarterbacks and still eke out. They still find a way to have a good year when it's all said and done. So I give Dave a lot of credit, but all right, that's that's it's over now. If you understand you have to evolve, and that's why when we started the show and, and we talk about these premature evaluations, it's getting out of the way and seeing what that scripted play is like because you went all yellow pad on some scripted plays and it's actually pretty depressing how NC State has yeah. been in comparison. So your biggest advantage as a play caller is to start the football game. And any offensive coordinator or yeah. defensive coordinator will yeah. tell you that. And Bill Walsh was the one who came up with scripting plays. So NC State, you should have an advantage when you start the football game, okay? This is your time to be a little... Um, you've worked on all of these plays during the week, so your players know what they're doing. They're prepared. They're ready. You're translating what you did on the practice field into the game, okay? 11 games NC State in the regular season played against Division One a opponents last year, okay? In those 11 games, they scored on a touchdown on their opening drive three times. That's not good. Then if you look at how they scored those touchdowns, including the one against UConn in a 41-10 game, Thayer Thomas scored on a 75-yard touchdown, which was really like a 30-yard play, mm -hmm. which he made a nice play, but then the defender fell down. And that's, I mean, obviously, that there's a little bit of luck there, right? Same thing happened in the Carolina game where Devin Carter caught a long touchdown on the third play of the game, right? So basically, once all year last year, which was against Boston College, which remember, they looked like a million dollars in the first quarter of that football game. They basically, out of 11 games, had one sustained, good, well-scripted drive. Six times in those 11 games, they went three and out. That's brutal. Like, that's almost impossible to have the advantage that you're having to go three and out in those six. And of those six, five of the games started with a Jordan-Houston stretch run. So that's where I talk about predictability. Can't run on first down. When I talk about predictability, the screen passes inside the red zone. They don't work. They don't fool anybody. Um, this idea of just saying to the receiver, hey, go beat your man on the outside without using any motion, without using any bunch formations, without using any kind of crossing patterns. It might work when you have Kelvin Harmon. It might work when you've got Jacoby Myers. Doesn't work as well when you don't have a significant talent advantage. And, and quite frankly, it's just hard to do. Mm -hmm. It's just hard to do. So you have to give your players a chance to make plays. You have to give a, you have to scheme them open. And I think when we look at Robert and I, what he did at Syracuse last year, I mentioned those seven yards per yeah. game yeah, 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 against yeah, yeah. NC state. Well, guess what? They scored <laughs> on their first drive against <laughs> NC state. Same deal. 11 regular season games. They played against one a opponents. In those 11 games, they scored a touchdown on six of the opening drives, including against NC State. Mm -hmm. And in a seventh against Notre Dame, actually, they threw a pick six on the first play of the game. But obviously, their next possession is still the script, right? Yeah. The next possession they score, they go they go uh, 53 yards, seven plays, score a touchdown. So seven out of 11 games last year, effectively, Syracuse under Robert and I scored a touchdown on their opening drive compared to only three for NC State. That, that's going to give you a chance to win some games and not with a blocked punt, yeah. not with seven Chris Dunn field goals, <laughs> not with a safety. You know what I mean? Like you got, you have to help yourself. And I think Dave has done that with Tony Gibson on the defensive side of the football. This is his real chance with Robert and I, an older coach an experienced coach doesn't need anybody holding his hand. He doesn't need anybody scolding him. He just needs the freedom to put this offense in the best position to score some points and win football games. Have you bought an Ovi's and Gilio t-shirt yet? I have. I have a hoodie. I have I, shirts. Yeah, I mean, I'm wearing one of mine today, the positive vibes only. You can buy a t-shirt. Go check out breakingtea.com slash OG. 
you can buy the positive vibes only shirt, hoodie, V-neck, youth shirts. Uh, we also have some hockey shirts as well. I know some people really ride for that Skyhawks inspired thing. We got uh, we got another T-shirt design cooking for October. So buy these now, and then we got some new drops coming up. Always hitting you up for more. Of course, that's 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 how you think that's this how, podcast, works. how you think this podcast life works, baby. Come on now. So uh, go check out breakingtea.com slash og. We also got some new podcasts in the hopper this week. Uh, new picks and pizza. New law new of the picks wolf. and pizza. New law of the wolf. Check both those out on our Apple page. On our Apple podcast page, mm-hmm. you can find all of those things. Good stuff this week. I got week one picks of me and Josh Goodson, RTP Mortgage. Check those out. Josh is up in Hartford right now for the state game. And then Riley Dunn from Groovewagon. He tells a story about being robbed for $18,000. And I'm like, okay, we've got something here. Riley, we've got something here. Riley, man, at Groovewagon is a, is a piece of work. Uh, big thanks to, Mos- speaking of guys who've made trips, Hayes uh, over with Mosquito Authority and Pest Authority. They're all up there, right? Yeah. The OG, OG, man. The OG, OG. Everybody's making these. I always... I feel like there's a conversation about who was first, a guy like Hayes or a guy like Steve, but Steve doesn't spend money with us. So I'm giving all the credit to Hayes. So Hayes Lancaster, he's still my guy now. I know I I get that. I get that. But I'm just saying, if you want to elevate, you spend money with us. Hey, there's two spots in that RV lot that I always go to. I got Steve's (laughs) and then I got Hayes's because mosquito authority, pest authority. It's not, he's not just my guy. He could be your guy too. Check him out at bugsbite.com. You got uh, bugs inside the house, outside Mm -hmm. the house. Mice, squirrels, rabbits. Who the heck knows what you got up in that attic? Check it out. Then go under your house. And if you don't want to do it, get Mosquito Authority, Pest Authority over there. That 360 moisture barrier is a game changer. Also, thanks to Oak City Sports Cards, buy, sell, trade. Most importantly, grade. Wesson can get those cards graded. You know what they're actually worth. It's funny. There was there were some people making some jokes online because Ken Griffey Jr. apparently is doing sports photography. Okay. It was, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, I think that's great. Randy Johnson. I was going to say, Randy Johnson did the, the same thing. And, uh, so he Russell did the same. Westbrook or even Durant, one of the two, were into it. They're into it doing some sports photography. And somebody made a joke about, man, had I known, you know, he'd be doing this. And they made an 89 upper deck reference. And I did not know this until Weston told me those cards are worthless. You, you don't know what you don't know, right? Yeah, they're and not that's the worthless. They're just not what we thought they were going to be. It was supposed to pay for my college, man. <laughs> no, that's not, not the, the case. So if you think you got a card that's going to pay for college, well, there's only one way to find out. Yeah, they're off of Glenwood Avenue downtown. Go check them out. Beautiful space. And always, always check them out online, too. OakCityCards.com. So I uh, I know that we've got college football, but we have hit the point in the NFL season where we really need actual games to start because we're kind of getting into some of the more silly discussions. And we don't have those this weekend. No, we still have to wait. We still have to wait another week for that. Okay. Uh, one exactly one week to be to be specific a week from today. So we, we're getting into the kind of like the slow news cycle of things and people trying to make a mountain out of a molehill of a variety of things. We've already talked about the whole Trey Lance and Dak Prescott and everything else. But I, I think earlier in the week, I made the comment that Jim Ursay was not realizing that when you get the worst owner out of the paint, <laughs> as he actively did with Dan Snyder, mm-hmm. well, somebody now takes his space. And I'm like, man, it's Jim Irsay with this Jonathan Taylor stuff, which Chris Ballard, by the way, the general manager of the Colts, had a press conference yesterday and had two moments where he stuck his foot in his mouth. The first one was talking about Andrew Luck, you know, because somebody brought up the development of Anthony Richardson. And aren't you kind of shooting yourself in the foot by not having Jonathan Taylor out there, Mm -hmm. uh, not taking care of this running back who can be critical to a good season with a rookie quarterback? He's like, don't question our development. I mean, Andrew Luck. And we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know if Andrew Luck is the example you want to use, man. The man <laughs> retired from football from, because of you, all right? Not Chris Ballard specifically, but the way the Colts were going about things. And then he's like, look, man, I would love to make sure that Jonathan Taylor is taken care of. Stuck his foot in his mouth by essentially giving away the game and saying, the owner doesn't want to pay him. And the Dolphins were laughing hysterically this week. Was it Chris Greer, their, uh, their football operations guy, their GM, at a press conference, and he was asked about some trade rumors, including uh, Jalen Waddle, right? And right. So apparently the cow, the, the Colts had hit up the dolphins. Like, Hey man, like if you want, I was going to say, you just finished your coffee. No, here's the thing. Don't do that to me. So they're like, Hey, you know, Jonathan Taylor, I mean, yeah, if you want to give us Waddle. Waddle. And the, and the, 
freaking look, I like Pat McAfee, but McAfee responded to that. Why is that such a crazy? Are you crazy? Are you crazy? Because that's a crazy deal. That's that's yeah. peak office guy fantasy football. Like, hey, I'll give you XYZ for your best play. No, not in terms of the development of Tua Tagovailoa. But I discounted when I was pointing out that Jim Irsay is trying to take that number 32 spot in the owner rankings. I forgot about Bidwell, the owner of the Arizona Cardinals. What did they do this week? I mean, we were making fun of one quarterback with <laughs> Bill Belichick and it's Mac Jones, but at least right. with Mac Jones, you kind of know what you got. What are the Cardinals doing? Well, they were allegedly going to go with Colt McCoy because he started two of their preseason games. You know, yeah. hey, because Kyler Murray coming off of an Achilles and he's not going to be ready to start the season, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. So you're thinking, well, uh, Colt McCoy is a perfectly acceptable stopgap. Uh, they also drafted Clayton Toon as a guy that they had thought about, uh, but they go out and trade for Josh Dobbs, mm. who we've seen in Tennessee and Pittsburgh and some other stops in glimpses of, and he's going to start in the opener. Oh, they cut McCoy. This, oh, so they're already tanking for Drake May and uh, Caleb Williams. Is that, is that what we're, is that what we're getting at? I don't know. Gosh, they've, they're a mess. They are a mess. They're, they're a even, mess. even more so Steve Wilkes, former interim head coach for the Carolina Panthers yeah. defensive coordinator was one, coach. one year head coach in Arizona. Yeah. And this is separate from the Rooney rule investigation and lawsuit and everything else. This is, this is specific to the Cardinals and another lawsuit that occurred. And according to Steve Wilkes, he testified, this is an ESPN report from Tisha Thompson. Wilkes testified that a team executive gave him a, gave him a burner phone <laughs> to communicate with former general manager Steve Kime under orders from Kime and the owner, Michael Bidwell, during Kime's suspension. This was a time he was suspended for drunk driving. And Wilkes said in the deposition, quote, it was a directive from Kime as well as Bidwell. They both knew. Now, Wilkes is the defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, this was part of a video conference deposition in an ongoing arbitration complaint filed by former Cardinals vice president of personnel, Terry McDonough against Bidwell and the team. His complaint alleges gross misconduct by Bidwell, including discriminatory and racist treatment of employees in addition to use of said burner phones. So Wilkes is straight up saying, yes. Yeah, I got one of those. I got one. I was directed to do so. And here we are. Not a great look for the Cardinals. Hasn't been for a long time. Yeah. Went to school with Steve Kime. Um, you know, had a good run there. With Arizona, Adrian Wilson too. I just, it's hard, man. You, you, you get a little desperate sometimes. You make moves you, you're not going to be proud of. I, I will crystallize my point. Huzzah, Dan Snyder is no longer your worst owner, but that means somebody else has to take that sure, role. The, and, and the I'm king convinced. is dead. Long live the king. <laughs> I'm convinced. I am convinced that the reason why it took so long to get Dan Snyder out of here is because other owners loved the fact that, oh, psh, understood this principle. We can do all, <laughs> oh, we did something stupid. Nah, nah. Deal. Don't worry. Dan Snyder's going to top us. Don't, don't you worry about that. All right, let's do a palate cleanse. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's have some sweet tea, Joe. Unless you're Bryce Young. Apparently Bryce Young doesn't do sweet tea. Vashti hurt Carolina Blitz uh, had asked Bryce Young yesterday. This is from her tweet. Let me go ahead and pull it up on StreamYard if you're watching on YouTube. So she asked Bryce Young if he's more of a sweet tea or unsweetened tea guy. This is a classic North Carolina sure. question. Eastern barbecue or Western barbecue? You know, right. So Bryce says he prefers unsweetened. Are you a sweet tea or unsweet tea guy? Um, personally, more of an unsweet tea. Uh, that's just, that's just interesting. <laughs> yeah, um, that's just me. But, um, yeah, yeah. Do you add sugar? Uh, not necessarily. <laughs> um, not necessarily when, when that happens. Um, but sweet, you know, I feel like sweet tea is great. It's like, you know, more of a, I feel like it's like a special occasion type of thing. You know, it's like so good. <laughs> So you can't have it every day. So uh, I guess that that's, I guess that's, that's my, my thought process. <laughs> well, Dimitri calls him his sweet young prince, right? Yes. Yeah, that's him. Now he's the, un very likable. He's the unsweet young prince. Very likable. He's very likable. And I know the initial reaction is going to be, is that a red flag for Bryce Young? I'll tell you why it's not a red flag. I'd say he got out of that sticky situation pretty well. You know, he's like, he realizes what's happening. He's like, oh crap. 
I'm in North Carolina. Bojangles <laughs> is a huge sponsor. Bojangles uh, is known uh, uh, for the sweet tea. <laughs> so what happened there? He's like, you could see him reading the pot. You could see him reading the play, right? It's a treat. You got to treat it like that. The, the play blew. <laughs> the play blew up. He's trying to extend something to make it happen. So he's real. You see him processing in real time. What have we talked about with Bryce Young? He is on a next level thinker, processing. Man. Next yep. level. So he catches his mistake in real time. He goes, ah, 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 I'm not an unsweet tea guy, but it's good. It's a treat. You got you to gotta treat it that way. So commendable. Commendable for Bryce Young. I like, uh, I like what he did there. I really do. We've been talking about tailgating. We've been talking about uh, getting all your goods and, and everything that you need for the tailgate. Well, when the football teams are home and you need to get to the beer cave, you need to get some last minute snacks. You got to gas up to make sure you're not stuck in the parking lot on the way out or you need a coffee re-up. You hit Breeze Through. Go check them out at their various locations. Uh, we're going to be doing a show from Breeze Through live from the beer cave next week. Thursday is customer appreciation uh, from 11 o'clock in the morning until two, they're going to have a dollar 76 gas, which is awesome. So go fill up, come wave at us in the beer cave and be on your way. JC Zimble, our friend makes a great point about the, the refills mm -hmm. and the tumbler 20 mm -hmm. bucks. If you work in the media and you don't have one of those, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Like how much money are you saving <laughs> for all of the trips you That's make a valid point. to PNC arena for all of the trips you make to Carter Finley stadium? Yeah. Go get the tumbler. Speaking of uh, speaking of JC, he went to Butcher's Market. Oh, he and loves his, it. His life was changed by the steak and cheese. He's like, oh, you guys weren't kidding. Why would we kid about that, guys? So, as a, again, when we mentioned tailgating, Butcher's Market is where you need to go as well to get the meats, get the seasoning, get the marinades, get the charcoal and everything else that you need to win that tailgate. They've got it at Butcher's Market. But or if you don't want to, if you if you don't want to cook, get the sandwiches, man. Yeah, thebutchersmarkets.com. Check out what they have online. You can make some orders. Go in there, go pick it up. Good stuff, man. All for, I'm talking, make their own bacon. Is that a thing? Yeah. Make your own bacon. Absolutely, I didn't even man. know that. Man, I mean, they, I've heard of making your own hot dogs. Do you link your own sausage? They're out there slicing that. Nah, slicing man, that pork they, fat, man. They do that all. pork belly. Let's they go. Do it all. Then you get that bacon on the potato skins. Mm -hmm. oh, good stuff. Making me hungry. Go check out Butcher's Market. Joining us on the Easter Automotive <laughs> Group Hotline, ACC Network, ESPN. He is West Durham. It's not a West Day. It's a West no. Thursday. West, what's going on, man? Thursday. I'm good. How are you? Nice shirt. 1975 State Fair. I am. I continue to be I'll amazed out, at what you find and where you find well, it. Well, okay. To be fair, we've already done the spot, but this is a home field apparel t-shirt. Oh, that's home field? That's home field. So if you want this I'm going to use my OG 25 or 23, 23. gift card. Gift OG, OG 23, get 15% yeah. off your first your first order over at homefieldapparel.com if you want to get this Howling Cow NC State Fair shirt, 1975. Those guys, I mean, they're unbelievable. Uh, I'm a huge fan of what they do. I mean, home field. I, I'm trying to get Elon to uh, sign up for some home oh, field. Man, Elon's so got enough in the old fighting Christian lore that I think Elon shirts could get hot pretty I'm quick. With you. They were I'm with the, you on uh, that. I'm, I'm with you on that. That would be that would be great. That would be mm -hmm. absolutely fantastic. Yeah. All right, so it's we, we could talk about football. We got games. We don't have to talk about expansion. We're good. Thank you. We are playing <laughs> games. We're playing games. Oh my god. Can so we please play games. So Jillio and I did this segment earlier today and um, we called it premature evaluation. Nice. Okay. okay. And we're going to do this every week, looking ahead and then looking back premature evaluation. In the SEC, they call it referendum Monday. I like that. I yeah. like that. And I feel like with tonight's game between NC state and UConn, the mm -hmm. premature evaluation is all about Robert and I and yeah. Brennan Armstrong. I mean, yeah. that's what it is. I mean, we can talk about NC State's defense. We know what they're capable of. It's about whether or not Dave Dorn is truly handing things over to an eye to modernize the offense and let that thing cook. I know it's game one. Things can get wonky in game one, but I want to see what this new look wrinkle, why they brought Brennan Armstrong on. Can they recreate that magic from two years ago right out of the gate? Send a well, message. Okay, let, let me go back to the first year of Bryce Perkins and Robert and I with Bronco Mendenhall, right? Because we're quick to go back to Robert and I and Brennan Armstrong. Mm -hmm. 
when they were loaded in the offensive line. They had all sorts of skill guys defined and things like that. I did some Robert and I, Bryce Perkins, you know, games mm-hmm. early that year. Um, and there are going to be some highs and lows here. I okay. mean, this is why if I'm an NC State fan, I feel pretty good about where I am defensively because there are going to be some highs and lows with what NC State does on the offensive side of the ball. Look, there's going to be a pick. There's going to be a turnover. There's going to be a guy runs the wrong way on third and short. I mean, it's going to happen. But can you minimize that by the fact you've got Trent Penix, who's been there a decade? Um, you've got Lassane and Rooks, who've been players. You bring a Rosner in, who's a playmaker, right? You're excited about Juice Vereen. And you've got some guys in the offensive line who've kind of played before. I believe that'll be enough to get them through the ball game tonight and more toward Notre Dame in the future, right? Uh, Jim's done a good job in stores, amazing job given what I saw two years ago when he took the job. I actually did the Clemson game, which was the Saturday after he was named on Wednesday. And he came in the booth with Roddy and I, and he looked at me during a commercial break. He goes, I guess I better start recruiting. Yeah, I guess you better. (laughs) Um, But he's got a nice team, but I'm not sure he's got a team that can contend with the playmaking of NC State. But you're exactly right. I I mean, you're going to have to have the evaluation week to week on NC State offensively for the first couple weeks because I still don't know. Fair enough now. I mean, Jordan Houston talented, you know, but – are they going to be able to consistently run the ball? We don't know how the running back situation is going to play out. We don't know which wide receivers are are going to step up. I mean, Correct. that was a big issue. Uh, you know, look, Devin Leary and, and the quarterback carousel with injuries and everything else. I, I still maintain that last year, when you kind of take a look back, w- was objectively one of Dave Doran's best jobs trying to just stretch out, ring out wins with any number of quarterback drama. But one of the particular issues early on with Devin Leary was that he just did not have a wide receiver that could separate like we had seen the previous year. They missed guys. So who is that now? And to your point about running back, it's the same boat. In, in, in a lot of ways, switching things over to North Carolina and South Carolina mm-hmm. at, the, uh, at, the, at the Mayo Classic, <laughs> you know, we have a general idea of North Carolina's running backs. You know, we like them, but you know, what's the full season going to look like? And with the absence Only of five as, of them, as of this conversation with Tess Walker, who was viewed as a guy who was going to step up in the absence of Josh Downs, he's not going to be available. So, well, who is it? Is it pace? Or I mean, who's the guy that's going to step up to be Drake May's favorite weapon when throwing? Cause we know Drake may can do other things, run it, et cetera, but who's he going to throw it to consistently. So these are some questions we're going to get answered on Saturday as well. Yeah, I think if in the – okay, let me go the Pesor route because he's kind of the forgotten playmaker for them. Yeah. Um, and I still believe Chip Lindsey, who has not noted in his blueprint for working with tight ends, I think Chip Lindsey's probably been to the the pulpit of Mac Brown and been told, Chip, we got really good tight ends now. You got to use them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The, uh, there's one for that, That's a decent Mac Brown. That's a decent, decent. Mac Brown. My Mac Brown's been lauded for 20 years. It's not as good as Aaron Beard's, but that's another story. Okay. Well, maybe one day Beard and I have a contest. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I think that Pesor and J.J. Jones become integers in this offense. Mm-hmm. I'll go. I held up five fingers now. That's how many running backs they've got. And we've all forgotten about British Brooks who last was seen running through NC State before he got hurt, mm-hmm. right? I mean, all honesty, he was. Yeah. He, he was terrific. I think that Drake May's best friend, and here's the other question I have. We are assuming a lot about the offensive line. <laughs> I feel like we always do with UNC. Which has been a bit of an issue. I mean, I made this joke. It's, made it's this becoming joke. Florida State-ish at times. When Sam Howell had his big Monday night preseason show, okay, mm-hmm. there were a couple of instances where Washington's on a offensive line collapsed. And I, I, I called it a very Sam Howell game. Mm-hmm. He had some on-a-rope throws. Yeah, he did. He ran to create time, create some plays. He also held on the ball a little too much when he shouldn't have. But I'm, I, I thought, man, he, he must be used to the fact that this offensive line is similar to what he was dealing with at UNC, and Drake May is going to have more of the same. Yeah, I, I don't. I think Carolina's going to run the ball more Saturday than people would anticipate. Okay. I think Carolina has to, the fact they have British Brooks, Amari Hampton, George, 
losing drawing a blank uh petway right mm -hmm. and uh elijah green who by the way at points last year was the best of all of them and caleb hood um i think you've got to run all of them and i think they've got value and i think some can actually get on the field in other spots which is also a good thing for chip Lindsay. the real issue with carolina as it relates to saturday night is what are they going to be defensively mm -hmm. and is the light gotten brighter for chiswick and I tend to believe Gene is probably in his way gone through. We'll see. I mean, Spencer Rattler, every, I'm fascinated by this. Every conversation I hear with Shane Beamer uh, is about how good Spencer Rattler's been in the summer. They're going to get and a how, And right. how good he's been in August. Yeah. And I think that's the thing Carolina's going to have to react to because I think South Carolina is going to play for the hammer shot and the knockout punch early. I think they will try and get vertical fast on Carolina, and I would too, mm -hmm. given their track record last year. No, I'm, I'm in total agreement with you on that. All right, Duke, Clemson on a Monday night. Uh, I'm not going to go big game boomer and tell you that Duke is going to win. Did my man pick the Blue Devils? Yeah, he, he didn't pick them outright. He did that classic uh, online influencer move of, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, so that if it does happen, I'm like, what's he saying? Uh, you know, you wouldn't be shocked if the Blue Devils at home upset Clemson. I would I would be shocked by that. I 13. 13, Gilio. 13's a big number. <laughs> Gilio's somewhere nodding his head. I know. Yeah. He's nodding his head on that number. 13's a big number and not as big as UVA getting 28, but elsewise. Um, I, I was, it's funny. I was, we were talking about this with Steve Wiseman, who's an AP top 25 voter who also covers Duke for the News and Observer. And I asked him, you know, what if Duke, which everybody recognizes is a good team and has said multiple times that they could have a worse record than last year, but still have a better season. I've done okay? that. You've been saying that. Mm -hmm. So how are we going to process the fact that if we all believe this about Duke in game one and they give Clemson some trouble, Clemson yeah. wins the game, but they give Clemson some trouble. Sure. What's the talking point going to be on Tuesday when we do our overreaction to tell me tell me the numbers and i'll tell you what the talking point will be i mean gonna have to are we gonna say riley leonard throws for three yeah let's say let's riley say, leonard throws for three there's gonna be questions about clemson's back end rather which, than rather than riley leonard being a good quarterback no no riley leonard will be a good quarterback because okay. he will have done it against clemson right the right. other question will be what has clemson done offensively mm-hmm because you have to tell me how the club Nick situation is working. See, we're all just assuming it's a plug and play again. See, there's a lot of national plug and play on Clemson, man. I'm with you on, on K club Nick plug and play business. And we talked about this back at ACC kickoff. We did. The surprise for me and the way that Dabo handled DJ Uyunglele and K club Nick is that if you feel you have the guy like he's had in the past, what has mm -hmm. Dabo done? Play. He didn't play around. He didn't play around. So I thought I thought it was really, really strange with DJU uh, and the transition to Cade that he never really just did the thing if you feel like this guy's legit. So Joe, we saw D we saw Klubnik and DJU play a rotation game in week two against Furman, and Klubnik came in and went three and out, and he airmailed two balls. And Roddy yeah. looked at me and I looked at Roddy and I went, Was that gonna be it? <laughs> Does he get any more run? I forgot. And he never came back in the game. I forgot about the Furman game. Yeah. I mean, because Dabo told us and yeah. Brandon Streeter told us that he was going to play. So he came in the third series. The first play, he airmails an out over the top of uh, Clay Hendricks, the coach of Furman. He then throws a ball across the middle that's uh, offline. Might have been dropped or tipped. I can't okay. remember clearly. And then the third down play was, oh, okay, let's hand to Shipley. Mm -hmm. And that was it. So, look, I think they're going to be okay. I think their offensive line sequencing is good. I think Shipley and Maffa together. Now, remember, we're dealing with a whole new deck of cards on the offensive side now. Mm -hmm. We're dealing with a cat that doesn't mind running the cube. We're dealing with a guy that will throw the ball into small boxes. See, Uyunglele's Achilles became the five- to nine-yard throw. It wasn't the 35-yard throw. The kid had a gift from God on his right arm, and he could throw the deep ball pretty well. But the short stuff became the issue. Remember, because he pump it over or whatever the case may be. And I, I think Clemson's defense is going to erase a lot of mistakes early mm -hmm. because I do believe with Trotter, Barrett Carter, you know, Makuba in the secondary. But the real question I have is if Riley Leonard and Jalen Calhoun or Jordan Moore strike early on a vertical ball into the Clemson secondary, do the Tigers start seeing the ghost again?
<laughs> uh, yeah. I mm. do we call that clumsoning? No. No, because clumsoning no. is dead. Uh how yeah. about hashtag, hashtag go ACCing? You have a game. You're calling a game with Virginia Tech Old Dominion. Yeah. They Saturday played four night. times. The home teams won each time. Saturday night. Yeah. ACC Network. Sure. And I'm looking at the other parts of the ACC schedule this week. And and Old Dominion's in this mix of like, you know, hey, Pitt's taking on Wofford. Better hey, win. Better win. Right. You got Miami versus Miami of Ohio. The real Miami. Everybody talks about the real Carolina. Let's see who's the real Miami. Well, Miami of Blaine Ohio. Gabbard's brother came out already and wrote his check that he can't cash. Of course. So there you go. Of course. You got Boston College, Northern Illinois. Ooh, right? You got Ooh, Wake wee. Forest versus your mighty Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I hate I hate that I have to go here, but the ACC's had a couple of these opening weekends over the last couple of years where you get one of these and you go, damn it, ACC, why? Do you want to know the one I'm concerned about? Which is, the, that's what I was getting at. Which is Northern the Illinois at Boston College. Okay. That's Thomas, Ham- Thomas Hammock did not have a great year last year, but he has won games. He won in Atlanta a couple of years ago. He beat the great Jeff Collins on opening night. Mm-hmm. Um, they've also won at Nebraska. Northern Illinois, I mean, Dave, Dave Doran won a couple of these boneyard games, they call them. Mm-hmm. Um, and Thomas Hammock, you know, they're, they, they don't mind going to play these places. Boston College, however, is – remember now, we got a full offensive change and a full defensive change for Jeff mm-hmm. Affley. And Emmett Moorhead and uh, Ryan O'Keefe is a playmaker they got in the portal from UCF. Pat Garwo obviously had a nice year running the ball for them, and they cannot be any more hurt than they were in the offensive line a year ago. But Boston College is the one I'm concerned about. Yes. We can talk about the regular season, but there's a bunch of other things that are going off going on off the field, Wes. And I sure. don't want to talk about ACC expansion because, frankly, I'm, I'm tired of ACC expansion. I want to talk about the future of the college football playoff because with all the things that have happened this summer and the last two summers, mm-hmm. the original plan for the college football playoff seems to be on thin ice. They haven't committed to the format yet. There was a CFP meeting today. Yep. And they kicked around some ideas. I, I love the fact that the word cordial was used yeah, with the uh, with the heads of the but five wait, families. But wait, who said it? <laughs> was Bill it Hancock. Bill, Bill Hancock, Hancock said it. He offered the word cordial. Okay, okay. Which he's been fan. I love Bill. He's offered also used the word collegial at times too. All right, which that's is very fine. nice. That's fine. Um, yeah, I've seen five. I've seen five and seven. There's been six and six. And there's all sorts of ways they want to go about this because what was traditionally viewed as the Power Five no longer exists thanks to the death of the Pac-12. You know what Greg Sankey wants and the SEC wants, right? Yeah, they so want another we... slot. They want another slot at the table. I know, right? Yeah, but let's don't sell the Pac-12 off just yet, please. Okay. Because you know something I, I don't. Well, I don't. Other than I, I, I trust John Wilner and John Canzano, who do the podcast out west, who yeah. tell me that the Pac-12 has somewhere in the neighborhood of sixty to eighty million dollars coming their way if they stay in business from the NCAA men's basketball tournament. And quite frankly, that's a lot of reason to stay in business. Um, and here's the other thing too: the way that works, they get that money. And the Pac-12 has, by the way, thirty million dollars in reserves. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't know quite how this works. I'm not that good at acquisitions and mergers. Maybe <laughs> that would be a good question for your bride. Um, here's here's where I am with this. It'd actually be my buddy Ian, who's done a few of those back. Okay. In the, but anyway, sure, call Ian. Yeah. Um. So the Pac-12 is a business. It's in you know it's incorporated. It's whatever it is. They can accept membership. However, that membership coming from the other league would then have to dissolve as a whole. Okay. Well, the one that could dissolve as a whole and actually benefit themselves by merging with the other league, the four schools of the Pac-12 for the time being, would be the Mountain West, ironically. And, oh, by the way, the Mountain West would also potentially make more money in television. And I know you're sitting there saying, wait, they don't have a contract. Right. But somebody probably be willing to invest in that as opposed yeah, to fair. investing in four Pac-12 schools. So to me, I think what you're now. Am I saying George Klyovkov is going to run that league? No, I'm not. No. I'm just saying that whoever the Mountain West commissioner is, and she's brand new as I recall, potentially could be the next commissioner of the Pac-12. 
you keep everybody happy and the Mountain West dissolves its existence into the Pac-12 starting in 24. I actually think that has a stronger chance to happen than others, but I'm going to credit Wilner and Canzano on that because they're the ones that presented the idea in their podcast last Friday. Got it. Got it. West Durham, ACC Network, ESPN, we appreciate the time as always. Um, we're we're going to fire this thing back up again, so, so we'll talk to you soon. See you guys. You know, another another sign that football season is right around the corner. We're back to talking to Wes. Always love talking to Wes Durham on the Heaster Automotive Group hotline. Also, big thanks to Hometown Realty. Folks, this housing market is crazy. Uh, don't find yourself... If you if you hear stories of getting houses, you know, selling your house for over list price, that tells you that the market's pretty nuts. So what shouldn't you do, Joe? Listen, don't take one of these guaranteed offers from some national brand. Don't walk through some door and think they're going to take care of you. They're not. Okay. You know who is somebody who's local, who understands the market. That's Barry Woodard. That's hometown realty. Go to myhtr.com. Literally, there is a toggle in the, they couldn't make this easier in the middle of the website because they have six locations. They have more than 250 agents. You think you get that big by accident? Nope. No, you got to be good. So go check them out, myhtr.com. Get the best value for your house. Don't be a hero Mm -hmm. and don't sell yourself short. Also, you got to close that thing, Whitaker and Hammer. All sorts of legal services, attorneys and counselors at law. You can check them out online at wh.lawyer. They're smart enough to get one of the greatest website URLs of all time. They're going to help you out on your legal issues. Yeah, absolutely. Josh Whitaker is a big state fan. I'm actually headed over to Shady's tonight. He's probably not going to be there because his son's son's playing high school football. He won't be there. Uh, But Josh, Josh Whitaker, Joe Hamer, they do such a great job. So ingrained in their Garner community, but they're also in Goldsboro, Gastonia, Raleigh, you name it. They can help you guys out. Uh, Closing on a house, selling a business. Maybe you got some family law issues. WH.lawyer. You mentioned high school. I know that uh, David Tepper is trying to make high school football a thing at Shouts, man. Saw those games last week. Good idea. You know, we've seen high school, uh, playoffs and championships take place at Carter Finley stadium and Keenan, but they don't get, you know, full capacity last night. I didn't realize this was, this was a thing until I was on Twitter and I was scrolling and I'm seeing these images of Nebraska's, uh, the, the Cornhusker stadium. I forgot what the name of the stadium is. And I'm like, what are they doing? Like, it's not season hasn't started. Is Matt rule having a pep rally and everybody's all like excited about that? No, it was a volleyball game. And it ends up being the largest attended women's sporting event of all time with 92,000 people. Uh, and it was what I think it was uh, Nebraska versus Omaha in volleyball. This, this, the side of it, I watched on the Big Ten Network, was incredible. I mean, that was an incredible scene. It was kind of bringing up memories of the stadium series yeah. game. And I thought to myself, great idea. Great idea. And what the great idea of the stadium series is if we're already paying for this ice rink, let's get NC State and UNC out there. And that was a good crowd. It was a free event. It was a good crowd. It really kind of kickstarted more conversations about local hockey. But what I saw last night surpassed that. 92,000 for that thing? Yeah, as much as I give the Big Ten a hard time about their football and men's basketball problems, Mm -hmm. um, they're outstanding in volleyball. Wisconsin volleyball regularly wins the national championship. Um, So, you know, we we love to... I always tell you the market will find its level, right? Because we always talk about, oh, man, uh, Title IX. Oh, man, NIL is unfair to the other athletes. No, no, because if the if the interest is there, the people will be there. And you saw that. In I mean, that's an amazing event. Great idea. Well done by both Nebraska and the Big Ten Network. And our friend Scotty McCreary was playing. That's how I knew about it, that that's he was awesome. going to be there. That's great. That's great. Uh, typically on a Thursday, we talk to uh, our guy, Riley Groovewagon, uh, for some fantasy football advice. But Riley could not make it today. Riley lives a very interesting life. He does. He, he lives a very interesting life, but he joined you on Picks and Pizza, which you, you can get anywhere on your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, as we get ready for sports wagering here in North Carolina, you're getting on top of that, getting out winners. And Riley, Riley is in on this stuff, man. Riley was very disappointed in my draft. Oh, so, was he? So we talked, we talked about where I went wrong I after taking Jamar Chase with the first pick in the I draft. Uh, and he was just... There's a lot of tut tutting and, and head shaking, but he did respect the fact that I have this insatiable need to be right. So the reason I didn't text the king was if I win and it's all Riley's picks, 
I'll feel empty. I, feel, I will. And I I'll understand. feel wrong. Like I, I, I want to win on my own merits. I understand. So he, he was pointing out where some I went wrong mm. on some of my picks. But this part is important for people who still have their drafts out there. And it, he, he talks about why average draft position matters and how it can help you in your draft. Yeah. Um, did you look at average draft position before this? No. Okay. So that's on me. I should have coached you. <laughs> because he was way down the queue. And, the I board, and I thought sure. people would just be so, going by the queue. So for anybody listening to this that still has drafts left to do, if you are stuck in snake, um, one, thoughts and prayers, uh, get out next year. But two, uh, go use average draft position. So what you can do is go to, I like fantasy, uh, fantasy football calculator. If you Google FF calc, um, you'll then see average draft positions. Um, and what you'll see there, it'll give you, you know, depending on your league type, full PBR, half point PBR standard, it'll just show you the current across thousands and thousands of drafts, the average draft position of uh everybody to date and you can even sort it by recency right so with this jonathan taylor news he's dropping like a stone you know he's falling really really far because he's going to be on the pup list to open the year so one of the things that you can do with the average draft position list is just have that up as you're drafting sure the the board is going to give you a sense of generally what you know people are valued at but i like having that adp up so you can see for yourself how likely it currently is that somebody will make it to you or not. Um, it, All right, that was my mistake. There was one of my it's, mistakes. It's one of them, you know, I mean, and, and every draft room is different, but this is just a nice little hack, especially if you're thinking about, um, you know, nominating guys towards the end. Uh, it can be really helpful tool just to see based on ADP some folks that might have slipped through through the cracks. All right. So let's real quick inform people. And if you're looking on YouTube right now, you see the number to text the King. If you need actual help, 919-306-8598. That's 919-306-8598. And you can check out Groove Wagon at thatdamnwagon.com. For those who don't know, CBD Seltzers, the Groove Wagon. Delta 8. Delta eight. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's, it gives you a bus. <laughs> so if you check us out at that damn wagon, um, it's, you know, Raleigh's locale Cali sober beverage company. So for those of you who have some drafts coming up or really just generally kicking it, hanging out, uh, you know, you don't always have to choose booze to catch a buzz. Microdose, sessionable, give you a nice little pleasing sensation. And you can order those online? Order those online. You can text in and order too. Okay. Um, also, you can go to places like Butcher's Market out and say, wait Give for me that us. cross promo, baby. Oh, love the cross promo. <laughs> uh, Pelagic and Riparian, State of Beer, Rochambeau, um, Luella's out in Durham. And also, text me and let me know what bottle shops we should be in. Um, we're always trying to find the latest and greatest places to get into. Oh, Tasty. I got to shout out Tasty because the cool dude who was texting about uh, rookie wide receivers was like, oh man, I know Johnny over at Tasty. I'll go holler at him. So that's another great one. We're moving on. So it's funny. We talk about like an actual person. Matt Davis is an actual person at State Farm and he's in studio, Joe. Hi, Matt. How are you, man? I'm doing great, Joe. How are you, you? You're not kidding with your billboard about like talk to an actual person. You're literally here talking to us. Like a good neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you've said that and a few times. Like a good listener. Look at him are you the kidding? Tumbler. Well, I heard you guys were out. So. We have new giveaways. This is exciting. I'm ready. What does this man not know? We got theoginsurance.com. Knows how to give us a redirect. He knows we got Tumblr. We need Tumblr. Tumblr's and it'll match the hologram sticker we can put on that thing. Oh, I think that God. would make it look a lot better. Yeah, nah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. All right. So, how long have you been at State Farm? Uh, we've been in business uh, almost 12 years. Okay. And in those 12 years, this area has changed a lot, man. Garner's growing. Yeah. Well, I'm originally from North Carolina, so I've seen you've seen it all. Changes, yeah. All right. So, for those who uh, are wondering, what's the big deal about State Farm? I've been a State Farm customer for a long time. Why State Farm? Well, we're number one. Number one in home and auto. And, uh, you know, it's a great place to go and have a conversation with a real person. 
It is my favorite billboard. I saw it on 70 there. What if I want to talk to a real person? <laughs> you can call 919-779-8277. It's that simple. I mean, honestly, or even better, go to the OGinsurance.com. I prefer that. I'm not going to lie. It's, I, I like it. It's uh, thought it was a great idea to kind of keep track of what you guys can can help potentially bring to the business. Now, Joe reminded me, uh, I met you in Greensboro for the ACC tournament. Yes. You got a, you got a glimpse of when I'm in like weird work mode. I just have no idea what's going on. It happens. <laughs> it happens. That was a, hey, we had fun in the parking lot. Plus I was, I was yeah, we did. We did. Now, wait, I couldn't remember. Are you a state guy or a Carolina guy? I'm actually Duke. a Duke guy. Yeah. You're a Duke guy. <laughs> From North Carolina. We found one. Hold up. <laughs> yep. Hold up. How does that happen? Long story. Uh, grandfather went to Duke back in the fifties and, okay. uh, Balled into the uh, Iron Dukes when I don't think they could probably give them away. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been going to regular season games ever since I was six years old. Nice. So. Yeah, we have some camera tickets to give away potentially. Oh. If Matt wants to be nice to us. Yes. Uh, well, he's already been nice to us. You want tumblers <laughs> nice, and sir. tickets? Nice, sir. Would you, nice, would you sir. like, you want to find tickets in the tumbler? <laughs> oh, it's funny. <laughs> we're, so Matt used to be my neighbor. He's still in Garner. But mm. so we were talking about some things and he's like, we can give away state Duke tickets. And I'm like, you don't need to give me the, the, <laughs> the state Duke game. He's like, well, who's going to want to go to like, you know, the Detroit mercy game. You'd and I'm like, surprised. Hey, you'd be surprised, man. Be Not surprised. that many people are, have yeah. gone to Cameron. Anytime so. you get to see Cameron in person, it is an event. I love taking people who have never been there before. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been going since I was six. So, I mean, I've seen many, many games, Yeah. but when someone walks in and they've never been there before, it, it's just, it's 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 so cool to see their facial expression. It's really neat. But that's not the game you promised to the Augusta head groundskeeper, right? No, I would have to not. Uh, I have to come up with something a bit better. Maybe not the Carolina game, but at least <laughs> it has to at least be an ACC game. But yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, usually, the Duke Virginia games are pretty entertaining. They are. They've been they've been pretty good. Maybe um, that's the one. Are you allowed to tell the story from the PGA Championship? Um. You don't have to say his name. (laughs) We can save that for next time. Yeah. How about you get clearance first? Yeah. You can come on by. We We could tell that story. Me and a friend of mine sat down at a bar uh, at the PGA in a hotel and just happened to be sitting by somebody who is somebody you would love to be able to meet. And um, who knows? It might work out to where we can offer a trade with some Duke tickets to get into the Masters, but that. That has not crossed yet. So, all right, I love it. Hey, Matt, thanks for coming in. Um, he's he he lives. He's a real person. He's tangible. He's here. You can see him on camera. It's not <laughs> call it's not, him. It's it is not AI generated. Yeah, the billboard's can, real, and you can call him at nine one nine seven seven nine eighty two seventy seven. Matt, thanks, man. Hey, appreciate it. You guys have a great day. And through the magic of editing, Matt is out. And now we talk about Homefield. Check him out online, homefieldapparel.com. Use that promo code OG twenty three. Wes is going to use that because he saw me wearing the NC State howling cow t-shirt he's like where'd you get that what's that shirt from i'm like home field let's go they got all sorts of cool old school designs vintage designs and you can use that promo code og23 to save 15 percent off your first order all right I, I use the company dime to buy some prizes for the golf classic nice a nice pack power shirt oh i've seen that one that's, that's a, a good, good one. one that's and a good one you know i am a sucker for script they had a tar heels a, the lights the light blue and then Tar Heels in white script. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you're going to be happy at the OG Golf Classic. Also got myself an ECU hoodie because nice. I'm telling you, their UNC and their ECU stuff is their best stuff. All you got to do, go homefieldapparel.com or download the app. Use our code OG23, okay? Listen, you're going to get 15% off. Then when you make that initial purchase, guess what they send you? Mm. Another discount. More discounts. More discounts. So head, do it. Yeah, do it. He's, and the quality, man, off the charts. You're going to love these things. All right, let's get out of here with some Hey Joe questions brought to you by Oakwood Pizza Box. Check them out online at oakwoodpizzabox.com. It's Thursday. It's Thursday, so you know what's up. It's pizza time, baby. It's pizza time. So you can give them a call as well, 919-594-1605. But again, go to oakwoodpizzabox.com. You can put your online order in and then settle in for some football. All right? We got OG Pizza Night coming up. I'm excited about that. We're almost there. I got to hit up Eshbaugh to see where we are on the t-shirts because I got enough t-shirts to give to all the people who are hanging out with us. Perfect. OG Pizza Night. And I got an... You're obsessed with the yellow t-shirt? Yes. You must be the one person on the planet that actually looks good in a yellow t-shirt. I'm I'm just saying that's a credit to you because my my initial reaction about a yellow t-shirt? I get the yellow pad motif, but on your body? On your person? I don't know about that. But for you... I put in a special order of Aww. yellow 
Positive vibes only shirts. That, the one you're wearing. Uh, yes. Just in yellow. Just in yellow. Love it. With black script. Because uh, the white script will look kind of weird. And we'll be giving script, just so you know. Well, it's whatever it is. Cursive. Or what <laughs> Not cursive. I don't What? <laughs> Anna, Anna, it's Anna's design. I love it. I'm just okay, saying it's, it's not Anna's cursive. design. All right. Shout out, to, shout out to Santa. I, I don't, I, it's, it's a sweater. <laughs> Your favorite. <laughs> Cal the intern. A quick update on Cal the intern. Yeah. Who like is like, okay, I guess it's over. And I'm like, oh, go. Okay, Cal, you tell me what's going on. Right. Uh, first of all, he got his Virginia Good. hoodie. So he was happy. Good. Second of all, he goes, somebody recognized me. He's like, my life is made. Oh, somebody great. recognized me I from love the podcast. It. I said, all right, buddy. A little taste it. of that fame. There you go. Speaking of OGs, uh, our friend Jim uh, over at uh, NEW uh, asked if I, how I felt about these new Dr. Pepper ads, which I have not seen on the SEC network that talk about smashing that subscribe button when teasing how every sports fan must have a podcast. Yeah, look, podcasts are not a novel concept. When we went in episode 50, we did a little state of the podcast. And I said, there's 4.1 list, 4.1 million listed podcasts. Okay. Now, not a lot of them are active. And, and this is where, this is where I, I start to get a little chesty. Okay. A little, a little sassy, zesty, as my 15-year-old mm, would say. I like that. A little zesty. Yeah. Anybody can start a podcast. But not everybody can keep it going. Not everybody mm. has the stamina. So we got the stamina. Although I feel like there's an ad that we could do for that. But that's another. I don't think we're quite there yet. I don't think we're quite there yet. Uh, there's a little. Some sound waves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, so, real, you know, you know, I, I, I love my Colin Cowherd in, 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 in yeah, impression, yeah. right? Yeah. Imitation. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of Apple. But one thing that Kyle Cowherd said years ago, and he's ultimately right, is like podcasts, if you listen to podcast advertising, like nationally, it's a lot of, you know, meal prep services. Hey, we got things that are related to postage, right? Mm -hmm. Those types of things. And he says, nah, you know, that's young people don't care about that stuff. You know, it's, it's more old people stuff. So he says, look, in sports radio, the future of sports radio is gambling, which yes, mm -hmm. and boner pills. Mm-hmm. He's not wrong. He's not wrong when it comes to that. Spot the lie. Uh, yes, spot the lie. All right, so we'll get out of here on some YouTube comments. We had posted. Like, I enjoy the YouTube comments. Well, you even noticed, when they come at us. You noticed that we have not we have not talked about expansion at all today. That's kind of by design huh. because it, it, expansion seems to be withering on the vine. Which well, gee, if it happens, it happens. Fine. Just make I don't think your, make gonna, your mistake. I don't Just, think it's going to happen. I think I think if if I could. You if know, logic it, prevails, that'd be well, awesome. I think, I think logic is actually starting to prevail. I've actually started to poke around, and it turns out that a lot of things that you, me, our last conversation with Luke DeCock, when we talk about how the grant of rights actually will look pretty good in the grand scheme of things, as the landscape has been disrupted, it looks like the powers that be are starting to understand that. They've crunched some numbers. I was going to say, don't forget the Raycom money that's coming in three years. Or, may, or maybe they're listening to the podcast, and they go, hey, you know... Ovias and, I wouldn't give us and that Gilio much and, and DeCock said some stuff about like Peacock and do, do we want to mess with that? Let's let's crunch some numbers on that kind of stuff. So I went to the YouTube and sure enough, your ovaries, Gigolo, oh, I, yeah. I haven't got an ovaries in a while on DeCock. Awesome. LMAO, you guys are a comedy routine. Clowns, total clowns, all caps. App State ECU, Gilio, you can get some prison loving with that BS. No way. Prison loving? I think he, I think you know what that means. Nice. Speaking of boner pills, uh, from another guy, ACC is done. The writing's on the wall. Okay, sure. Uh, clearly, this person's a Pac-12 guy. These guys are dead wrong saying Stanford can't add value in football. Since 2010, Stanford would have the third most double-digit win seasons of all ACC schools. Clemson has 12 double-digit wins since 2010. Florida State has seven. Stanford has six. Next closest school would be Virginia Tech with three. In the last 15 years, Stanford has had three Heisman Trophy finalists. No T8 team in the ACC has had more than uh, more Heisman finalists in the last 15 years. Not even Clemson. This guy's Stanford Steve. Is this his burner account? Speaking of burner accounts. Anyway, and then, you know, travel concerns are way blown out of proportion. Uh, we got some people who are still mad about uh, NC State. Chancellor in 2003, blackball BC for ACC membership, all that other stuff. Anyway, uh, oh, here's Tar Heel uh, 7406. You assume Notre Dame has far too much influence here. 
It's vote can't be a swing. If the ACC expands, it won't be because of Notre Dame unless it offers more football concessions as part of the deal. Since Notre Dame is a yes, it can't even claim that the expansion provides a release from its entanglements. Do you want to handle that one, Joe? Um, no. Um, I have done. fatigue. Right. That's awesome, though. I love, I love the comments. The comments are great. Yeah. Comments are great. Speaking of fatigue, you're going to be football fatigued when it's all said and done. This Five days. Let's do this. Five days of football. We'll see you guys on Tuesday. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.